Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work in my office today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. Oh, podcast 51, Cinco Uno. We're back. I think this is the first podcast I've ever opened. I think every other podcast, it's always Pastor Luke going, welcome everybody, or we're back, or whatever you decide to say. But I just, I opened it today. That's just how it's going. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. I I had no idea. I really feel feel like a real podcaster now. (laughs) That was a step for me. A really big moment in my life. I'm going to remember this forever. As a matter of fact, I think I'm just going to put this this little medal on. You have a gold medal <laughs> on your desk. Just a ribbon. You have a medal at the end of a ribbon. Yeah. I think <laughs> I gave that to you. You did. You gave this to me. So I'm just going to wear it proudly during this whole podcast. Our audience can't see it, but I'm doing it. <clears throat> it's for my eyes only. <laughs> Pastor Luke, I came in today, right before we started recording, I told you I had something I wanted to talk about. And maybe some of our audience might judge me a little bit. They might laugh at me. Um, and they might think I'm a little bit silly for this. Probably my wife thinks I'm a little bit silly for this. Hmm. But there's... I'm really curious about what you're going to talk about. <laughs> there, there's a YouTube channel that you introduced me to a number of months ago called J-Stew. Yes. Right? And we've, oh. ta- we've talked about J-Stew before on this podcast. I, and, oh, I got another... I got something else to talk to you about when it comes to J-Stew. Okay. All right. So Jay Stu, I don't know if you saw this, but over the past like week-ish. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen it. Okay. So they just released a new series of videos. And it's maybe one of the most entertaining YouTube series I've ever watched. I'm, I'm into what you're – what are you – I'm so, into this. So they – Tell me more. This is, an inc- this is such a cool idea. They played hide-and-seek for one – Hundred hours across the entire state of Colorado. Whoa! And so you you have to go check out the video. Yeah, but it was so cool. And so it's it's a it's a long series. Yes, it's a three three part series. I think, and each video was like twenty minutes or something like that. And um, ever actually, well, I won't give it away. You gotta go watch it, but. It was really, really cool, and there w- I was, I was like getting like tensed up, okay, because there's like car chases, there's train. It, it was like a spy movie. There's like because they had to like tag them for them to get like say, found. It's just hide and seek. They're chasing yeah. them in a car. They, yeah, they see them. So, so, so it's tag hide it was, and seek tag. It was like hide and seek tag, and they actually had like like football flags wow. on them, and so they had to like rip the football flag off, like wow. if you're playing flag football. And there's like literally like high speed car chases. There's like a huge thing in a train station, house raids. I was literally like on the edge of my seat watching this video. And I discovered it like one night, Dana was gone. And I was like, I just hopped on YouTube for, and I was like, let's just see if I hadn't been on YouTube in a while. I was like, let's just see what's happening on YouTube. And I was like, oh, cool. There's this video. I watched it. And then they're like, day two coming up. And I looked, and day two had just been posted. And so I watched it. Or like video episode two. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, the next video is not out yet. Ooh, and you were, you were waiting for it to drop. And I was, I was literally like waiting for it to drop. 
And I think I was I watched that the third video like two hours after it dropped. I got home from work and I was like, let me check YouTube. Oh, it's there. Let me watch it. Wow. Uh, it was that entertaining. And here's why maybe some people might judge me a little bit because J Stew is is really like a kids channel. I don't know. I think it. I think it's. It's lar- I think it's bigger than kids. <laughs> I think they're really entertaining. I think Justin and Andrew are hilarious. They're, they're real funny. I miss. Another the third guy that used to be on there, his name is Hyper Fenton. Yes, I miss I, Hyper too. He left. He left the uh, state. He yeah. took a, I think he's a youth pastor in Texas now. Yeah. But he <laughs> he really made me laugh. Yeah. So the one episode that Jay Stu made that made me laugh the most, it's my favorite one, was their um micro hotel. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the name of the episode. Micro yeah, well, they've done a couple micro hotels. I haven't watched like all of them, but all I've right. seen a few different ones. There's like four levels, three levels. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I just watched one of them. I thought yeah. that it, it. I laughed so hard. Ah, it's real good humor. Oh yeah, it's great humor. And you wouldn't expect micro hotel to be funny. No, it but it is. It's really funny. I was I was laughing so hard. Yeah, I was crying. Yeah. Well, the, this up these ones they're they're funny. They're obviously there's it's their entire crew too. It's not just like Justin and Andrew, and the other guy. Uh, it's like they're in, all their editors are part of it. It's a it's a huge video. There's like tons of people in it. They bring in a guest YouTuber who's the seeker. So um, let me <laughs> let me blow your mind a little bit more about Jay Stu. Okay. Uh, they make music. They do make music. I've only heard one of their songs ever. Well, I've heard tons of their songs because Owen really <laughs> likes um, their music. Okay. And he will he wants to play it like 30 tracks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, I've listened – and my Owen, he likes rap. Okay. And it's rap. Right. Now, some of their songs are serious. Yeah. Some of their songs are funny. Yep. Um, the, my favorite song is called Will You Be My Girlfriend. Really? Okay, I've never heard that song. I don't know if I'm allowed to play this song or not. <laughs> Should I play the song? I think you're allowed to play seven seconds of the song. Right. I think that's like copyright rules. The only ser- song I've heard is Must Have Snacks. That was seven seconds <laughs> of... Will you be my girlfriend? <laughs> the song is so good. I'm gonna have to listen to it as soon as we're done. There, mu- you just go on Spotify. Yeah, just look up Jay Stu music. Okay, I've, I don't know how many tracks they have. The only song that I've ever heard that they have done is "Must Have Snacks," like kind of their like theme song. Yeah, that's thing. not that's not my favorite one, but it's okay. a good one. Yeah, um, yeah. Will you be my? When the podcast is over, we'll we'll rock out to "Will You Be My Girlfriend." Absolutely, because I I don't think I'm allowed to play. <laughs> Yeah, I don't the think song. so either. Um, their music is really good. Yeah. It's surprising. Yeah, that's awesome. It's <clears throat> perfect for the kids, too. Right. They they like it. They think it's awesome, and then it makes me laugh, and then it <laughs> is at the same time. It is fun. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I know. So I was, there I you was go. Just... I'm gonna op- I opened up <laughs> another part of your world to Jay Stu. Yeah, you did. And uh, now Dana's going to make fun of me even more, which is going to be great. <laughs> she is. She, she was literally, I was like on the couch the other day, like as soon as I got home from work, she was home already. And I like <laughs> hopped on my iPad, opened up YouTube and like made sure that the page was updated. And she was like, are you, are you w- waiting to see if that video dropped? And I was like, yeah, I got to see what happens. I need to know if they all got caught. I need to know what happens. Who won? There's another guy on YouTube that does um, 
long form tr- uh, uh, adventures. Yeah, he does long form adventures on YouTube. He'll, he'll, he's the guy. I forget his name, but he'll be like, "I'm gonna take a penny and I'm gonna trade it until I get a until I get a house." Oh yeah, it's uh, is that Kyle Trahan or something like that? I don't know. And he's also done ones where he's like, "I'm the going Ryan to Trahan. I'm gonna start with a penny and I'm gonna get across America or something like that." Yeah. Um, and it's the same thing where it's like twenty and it's like twenty different videos. Um, they're like ten to twenty minutes each. Wow. Okay. Um, he's not funny. But he's f- I've never fun. Actually, I've never seen any of his videos. I know of him. Yeah. But I've never seen any of his videos. It takes a special person to be funny. Like funny. Yeah. Now, in, and so most YouTubers aren't funny. They're just right. fun. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, but Jay Stu is funny. <laughs> Jay Stu is funny. Jay Stu makes me laugh. Uh, me too. Yeah. Really makes me laugh. I And anyway... I look forward to. There's so many J Stu videos. Oh, there's yeah. There's no, I haven't even come close to watching all of them. It's not like I sit there and just scroll and watch J Stu all the time. Um, I don't know how often they drop a video, but it feels like numerous videos drop every week. Yeah, that's what I, it feels like. They, they make so many videos. <laughs> yeah, they're doing uh, a good job. And get into their music. You won't regret. That. I'm gonna. I'll, that's exactly what I'm gonna do as soon as we're done with this podcast. I'm oh, gonna check gosh. it out. So. That that's a good lean into our main topic today. That is a good lean in because I thought you would like that. You're enjoying Jay Stew. I am enjoying Jay Stew, and you know what? You're enjoying Jay Stew despite your wife <laughs> brutally making fun of you. Oh yeah, uh huh. I don't know if it's brutal, but okay, she, she's, I know. She I exaggerate because <laughs> it's fun to exaggerate. You've you've enjoyed Jay Stew despite some kickback. There you go. Yeah, kickback by maybe relatives. <laughs> Uh, friends, even I don't know. Um, but what our, we're gonna main topic today is enjoy your age and stage. Yeah, I love that. Enjoy your age and stage. When I was like twelve years old, I just wanted to be sixteen. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. And like I wanted to be sixteen so bad that I didn't enjoy being twelve. I didn't enjoy being thirteen. I didn't enjoy being fourteen. I just get me to 16. Yeah. Like, stop being 12. Like, I don't want to be 12. I want to be 12. <laughs> There's nothing happening, right? 16, though. I could drive a car. You can drive a car. Yeah. But then I, this happened with me as soon as I turned 16. And then as soon as I got my license, I was like, well, now I need to be 18. Well, of course. Because then you could vote. You can, um, you know, I, I, I can don't know. I can stay out later. I can drive more friends in my car. You can I can take yourself to the doctors. I can take, <laughs> yeah, whoop de doo. I signed my own per. Permission slips in school because I was 18 yeah. when I was a senior in high school. Yep. I didn't need parent permission slips anymore. I could sign everything on my own. Oh, yeah. And I did. Heck, yeah. It was fun. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. And then when you're 18, you're like, I don't know if you really want to be 21 because <laughs> I don't drink anyway. So there's right. really – but maybe you're more not more like an age but more like a season where you're like, I just want to be in college. Want to be in college. And yeah. then trust me, <clears throat> when you're in college and you're like studying your brains out <laughs> and you're poor – you're like I can't wait to be out of college. I cannot wait to get out of like be done with school. I can like work a job where I can afford <laughs> gas in my car, or I can like, actually make a living. Yeah, I can eat something other than ramen. Right. You were like, just get me out of this season. Get me into the next one. Get me into the next one. Get me into the next one. If you're not careful, boy, you can. You will find yourself in a trap of. Not happy until you're something happens, something in the future happens for right. you. Right. That's not technically your 
how we should live our lives. No, it's not. And it, part of the reason to pass through is because it's then as soon as you get there, you might have some temporary happiness for a minute, but then all of a sudden you're looking for the next thing. A little bit. And uh, there was an interview done. I can't remember who it was with, uh, but it was, at, it was a number of years ago. It was with one of the, the richest people in the world at the time, and someone asked them, how, how, what, what is enough? What, what's the magic number? Yeah, they number? were asking. The ri- I think at the time it was the richest person in the world. And they, they just answered more. Just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I was listening to an interview with a pastor who had a very large church. Okay. And they asked him the same question. Really? They did. They said, when are you going to feel like you have enough people? Interesting. And you know what his answer was? What? I want just a little more. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy because I just think it was like, eye. It was eye-opening. That's like a pastor of a church and maybe even a little bit of greed setting in in that moment. And he recognized it too. He was not ignorant to his own flaws. Okay. That's, that's really good. He said, it is an issue. I mean, yeah, to constantly always want more. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. not really that healthy. Yeah. Because you got to enjoy. You got to enjoy your age and you got to enjoy the stage of life you're in. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I was thinking back to one of my favorite summers. Okay. I'm not going to say my favorite summer. Yeah. But one of my favorite summers because I've had a lot of summers that are awesome. I, the summer I got married. Yeah. That was a awesome summer. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, but also there was a few other summers in there that I've like really enjoyed. Um, as a matter of fact, the summer after I graduated high school, before I went off to college, yep, that was a super enjoyable summer for me. One of the reasons um, I really enjoyed it was because I actually purposefully and was super intentional with my relationships that summer. Yeah. Because I knew I was going away to college. Right. And so I spent a lot of quality time with my family and friends. And I really had a wonderful summer. Mm-hmm. I relaxed a lot. I worked full time. I worked construction, which is not a relaxing job. <laughs> like you're not like chilling on the job, right? No, no um, way. I'm I'm working hard. Oh yeah. But my my mind was relaxed. Yep. Um, which is a lot to do with your enjoyment. Oh yeah, a lot I was to think- do with your your level of joy. Is your what's happening? How fast is that hamster wheel turning in your mind? <laughs> Absolutely. I was thinking about some of my favorite summers. Um, I was one of my favorite summers was actually my summer in between my junior and senior year in high school, um, and it, it was a little bit the same reason for me. A lot of my friend, actually, my, really my core group of friends in high school, Pastor Luke, were all like one year older than me. Um, like one grade older than me. Our ages were usually close. Yeah. Uh, but because of like where our birthdays landed in the year, they were all a grade older than me. Um, and so I knew they were all going off to college in the fall. And so we were really intentional about about hanging out and spending time together that year. And we just had some crazy, wild adventures. Um, you know, one of my friends uh, lived on a lake. And there was a little island in the middle of the lake. Mm-hmm. And we decided one night <clears throat> that we were going to go sleep on the island. That's fun. And it wasn't... There's was a boat ride to the island? There's a boat ride to the island, um, but the island wasn't... Uh, it was just trees and underbrush. So at like 10 o'clock at night, we went out with a bunch of machetes and like cleared out a camping site uh-huh. and just 
like was there for like just crazy cool memories like that that are are definitely core memories for me. That was a great summer. Yeah. Um, and then I would say the summer I got married in the fall, so the summer like right before and right after, like th- those two summers have been really awesome as well. Yeah. Um, just mo- part of the reason was <laughs> Dana, my wife, lived on the west side of the state, and so when she came back over here and I didn't have to drive two hours every weekend to go see her, that was amazing. Yes, that's wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Um, there, there is a temptation or a struggle to not want to be where you're at. Um, not, maybe you're young. You don't want to be young. And you're, you're like, maybe you are young listening to this podcast. You don't want to mm-hmm. be young. Right. Uh, maybe you are um, stuck. I feel like you're in a season where you're just kind of stuck. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. You Been wish, in those seasons. Yeah. You wish you were further along. You wish you were not working this temporary job anymore because there's so many jobs I had that were just temporary. Yep. And uh, you're like, oh my gosh, why am I just, I can't believe I'm working this temporary job still. uh, Or you're um, single and you don't want to be single. Right. You feel like you're just, just get me out of here. But um, how can I encourage, how can we teach them today, Pastor Aaron, how to enjoy their age and stage. How can we convince them that the grass is not greener on the other side because nobody's watering it? <laughs> like, it's it's only green if you make it green. Right. All right, you, you talk for like another 90 seconds. Because you're looking up a, a verse? I am looking up a verse. Yeah. I got to find it. And... Sometimes it's true that that you can enter a person's another person's world where they've been working really hard at watering their grass, and it's nice and green. I think about athletes, like when they get traded to a different team, like they leave a situation that's terrible, and they can get put into a, another team, and it's a situation where the grass is real green because the coaches and the players have been there for a few years and they've worked really hard at creating a culture and bringing in talent. And you're like, you're entering into a world championship level team yeah, and you're just got lucky. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not real life. Right. That's not real life. It's like, like Matthew Stafford getting traded from the lions to the Rams. Yes. (laughs) It's not real life right now. His team stinks again. Yeah. yeah. His team's worse than the lions now. So he went from Brown to green to poop Brown. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's not going to be it's, – it, it's green, more green when you can water it, not entering somebody else's green patch. Um, make the grass green where you are. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. That's great advice. I was thinking about this verse, and I found it. it took me a second to figure out where it was. Did I talk long enough for you? Yeah. That's perfect. I'm professional. So yeah, I, I know got you. you are. I got you. It's, uh, it's in Ecclesiastes 11. And it's this great verse. Uh, it says, however many years anyone may live, let them enjoy them all. Yeah. And then the next verse says this, you who are young, be happy while you are young and let your heart give you joy in the days of your youth. Follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see, but know 
that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. Hmm. And I love that verse because he, I think Solomon there was writing and saying, listen, enjoy the moment. Go after stuff. If you got a dream, chase it. But remember to be pursuing the right things mm-hmm. because every everything that you do is going to come under the judgment of God. Mm-hmm. And so enjoy the moment in the right way. Yeah. Um, my wife was on a big uh, conference call with pastor's wives. Okay. And this this was a uh, question was brought up by the person who was leading this conference call. Yeah. And the lady says, "Give why don't everybody go around let's give tips on how to enjoy our age and stage." Wow, okay. And so this and this conference call was full of pastors wives of all ages. That's awesome. And there was a common thread which was it Jen noticed that didn't matter what age they were, they were struggling to enjoy this stage. Wow. Yeah. That they that none of them had reached a point where it was like I've arrived. Right. Hey everybody, I want to let you know once you hit 50, it's <laughs> all good. That wasn't what was said. Right. Like what so some were enjoying their age and stage. Some were not enjoying their age and stage. Mm-hmm. And those were all ages on the spectrum too. Yeah. And there was a there was there was you what you want to do is figure out why were there certain people enjoying their age and stage. And this is what Jen noticed. She noticed the, that the women who were comfortable in their calling were enjoying their age and stage. Mm, that's good. That's so good. There's so much pressure to perform and to compare. Yep. And that will ruin your enjoyment of your age and stage. It absolutely will. You know, I think, Pastor Luke, that we live, we really live in a culture that's all about comparing. Um, And I think that people are starting to notice the the bad effects of this. But I love that what you said that Jen said about being comfortable in your calling. Because I think when when you, whether you're a, a, a pastor, whether you're a student, whether you're a, an employee, an entrepreneur, whatever you're doing, that if you can be comfortable knowing that this is the will of God for my life, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you feel a freedom to enjoy the process, to enjoy the moment, to, I think it's Leanna says, says pause in the process. I think that's what she says. And she's just talking about sometimes you you get can get so caught up in getting to the next thing, accomplishing the next thing, checking the next thing off your list that you need to pause. And I think if you're if you're comfortable, it's much easier to pause. Have you ever been in a really like high tense situation and you're trying to figure something out? I was thinking about, this is kind of a silly example, but I was thinking about uh, we did an escape room a few months ago, maybe six months ago. Yeah. Uh, Talk about the one for uh, Dana's birthday. Yeah, it was for Dana's birthday. This is back in December, I guess, almost seven months ago now. And we did this escape room, and there was a couple times where the timer, we knew time was running out. Yeah. And so we're trying to punch in codes as fast as you can. (laughs) Just guessing numbers. And usually when you're trying to, like, punch stuff in as fast as you can, you're messing up. Yeah. Because you're under so much pressure to press the right buttons. 
But when you know when you're, when you're comfortable, when you're not under all that stress, it's way I, – I could punch in the code to the padlock every single time correctly uh-huh. if I'm comfortable. Yeah. If I know that I can just take my time. But as soon as somebody puts all that pressure and all that stress on me, I start to fumble and hit the wrong numbers. And, oh, yeah. And, and that's what we do in life all the time. We put all this pressure. Sometimes it's on ourselves. Yeah. Because we see what somebody else is doing. Uh-huh. And we put all this pressure on ourselves and we try to move things along faster, faster than they're faster, supposed to faster, be. Faster, faster, faster. Right. And that's not how we're, how we're called to live. Fast is slow and slow is fast. <laughs> Ever heard that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Fast is slow and slow is fast. It's like the tortoise and the hare. Yeah. Um, now, the truth of, of every single person living right now is we all want to be really successful. Yep. But the mistake is, is that there's only one way to get there. Right. That's a lie. That's the total mistake. And that's where many people start to stress. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In order to be successful, like this person, I've got to be like this person. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not true. Think so about false. Think about right now three large churches right now. Okay. Oh, okay, you got them in your mind. In your mind, yeah. Um, think about the pastors, their preaching styles. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are they different? Oh, they're so different. They're very different. Oh yeah. How about the uh, church's ministries beyond a Sunday morning service? Right. How about the church's music, the songs they play each Sunday morning? Or is is it different? Is each church different? Yeah. A little bit. Actually, sometimes a lot. Sometimes different. a lot bit, bit. A lot bit. Yeah, yeah, a lot bit. So they're but they're all successful, but they each took a different way to get there. Right. Maybe they understood their calling, and they didn't fuss with it and fight with it. <laughs> that's really good. Maybe it's, maybe that's all it was. Maybe it was. I'm a quiet leader, so I'm going to lead it quietly. Right. But there's a pastor down the street who's real successful, and he's loud. Right. And aggressive and sweating when he preaches and screaming all the time. I think, do I have to be like that to be successful? No. Well, I'm a quiet personality and I'm a quiet preacher and I like to sit down when I preach. Right. Okay. Then you must do it then. Yeah. And it's, the Lord can still make you successful. Oh, yeah. And, and there's pastor's wives out there and there's youth pastor's wives out there and there's young adult pastor's wives out there and there's... Worship leaders' wives out there who are stressing out because they don't look, act, talk, or think and behave like the other pastor's wives. Right. But that's not what you're supposed to be. Exactly. Come on. You're never going to enjoy your age and stage trying to be something God hasn't created you to be. Come on. You started to preach now. Let's go. And on top of all that, on top of all that, I, I've never sat down anybody and said, hey, could you, could you be more like, <laughs> could, you, could, could you be more like Bobby Houston? I've never once heard anybody say anything like that. Yeah, no, never. Oh, could you? Not uh, a healthy person anyway. I've, I've, I agree. I've been around a lot of unhealthy people and I still have never heard it. Like where they want you to, like, like a a leader in your life sat you down and just asked you to be some somebody else, behave <laughs> right. like somebody else, talk like somebody else. No, that's because we are where we want you to be find your calling, 
Mm-hmm. Find your calling. Find, be comfortable in your calling. <clears throat> yeah. Jen noticed it right away with some of the ladies as the question was asked, how can you enjoy your age and stage? And, mm-hmm. and she noticed a lot of the, la- the ladies were saying, once I started being comfortable in my calling, yeah. I started enjoying things a whole lot more. Yeah. I, I was just thinking about something that Pastor Evan used to say all the time. He said, he would used to say that you want to find your sweet spot. Yeah. Find that place where you feel the calling of God in your life, which is basically the same thing that Jen was saying. She was noticing on that Zoom call. Yeah. That when, when you can find that sweet spot, become comfortable in your calling, that you, you can begin to thrive in that spot. And it might even be an uncomfortable spot that are some people be like, that, that's terrible. Why would you want to be there? It's not for everybody, though. Exactly. It's for you. <laughs> Yeah, your sweet spot's different than somebody else's. I know this huge church in Georgia. Huge. This church is okay. so. This church is huge. Their stadium seats like four thousand. There's I call it a stadium. It seats like four thousand people. <laughs> wow. And a few years ago, they had a building program to expand the already four thousand seats to expand further. Wow. That's how fa- that's how fast and big this church is growing. They didn't do it because they ended up buying another building across town. Yeah, to seat more people. That's crazy. So they just got had to get another campus. Yeah, but this church, the, the his wife, she doesn't ever take the stage. Really? Yeah, she's terrified. She's terrified of taking the stage. Okay. She never takes the stage. She does stuff though. Right. She just doesn't want to take the stage. And, and that's okay. Oh, and it hasn't hindered the church one bit. <laughs> right? But there's this weird thought out there that, oh, in order to be a wonderful pastor's wife, i got to take the stage. No. no. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't have to be anything like that. You don't have to be somebody you're not. She's obviously elite. She, she does stuff. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Now, obviously, she's doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, and she's doing a great job if the church <laughs> is growing like that. Yeah. And, and it's just, there's so, there's, what do they say? There's more than one way to skin a cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that saying a lot. <laughs> Every time I hear that saying, it makes me laugh. And there's, there is an enjoyment in life when you finally are comfortable with the way you are. Yeah. And how you can make an impact on the kingdom of God. Mm, come on, her that's greatest, good. This pastor's wife, her greatest impact is not from the stage. Yeah. But she is making an impact on the kingdom of God. Oh, yeah. I know she does stuff. Oh, yeah. He talks about what she does. That's awesome. It's just not from the stage. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That sort of just reminded me of really quickly. There's a quick story in the Bible. I just read it the other day in my personal devotions in Acts where uh, there was a woman. I think her name was was Dorcas. And she was <laughs> <laughs> yes. a funny name. Um, but she, you know, she did all of this stuff behind the scenes for these widows, and at the she never preached a message though. Huh? But we but, all know her name thousands of years later. Yeah, exactly. She made a huge impact in the kingdom of God by never taking the stage, hmm. and she was surrounded by people like Paul, or excuse me, by like people like John and Peter and James, and like these huge apostles who were with Jesus. And she didn't try to be them. Hmm. She just helped the widows in her area. I, there's a story in the Bible. We all know her name. Yeah. You can make an impact. No matter who you are, God has called you to be somebody, or he has called you to be you. The enemy would love for you to not enjoy your age and stage. Yeah. 
but the Lord would love for you to enjoy your age of stage. <laughs> yeah, he wants you to enjoy it. Comfortable in your calling. Oh, it's been great to be with you today, audience. It's been it's been a great one. Pastor Aaron, you open us up. I say you close us up. All right. It's been great to be with you, audience. We'll see you guys next time. I refuse to speak last. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.